I have a question for you, my Chakra Girl radio listeners. Do you feel like you have a deep connection to your intuition, but you don't know how to use it? Almost like you know you're meant to be a healer of some kind, but you know you have so much healing you need to do on yourself first, and you have no idea where to start. Babe, if you are feeling those whispers from the universe and you're attracted to all the woo-woo things like crystals, tarot cards, you know, it's because your inner goddess knows you have a big purpose in this lifetime and she wants to show you how intuitive you really are. So the first step is to connect to your inner healer goddess archetype so that you can begin to remember those innate abilities and she's closer than you may think. So I've created a fun and easy quiz for you to tap into your subconscious and to really make a connection with your inner healing goddess archetype. And on the results page of the quiz, I'm giving you a list of exactly how to use your powers to heal yourself and to heal the collective. So go take the quiz today and get started on your goddess journey to healing yourself and elevating the collective. So go to quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. That's quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Chakra Girl Radio with Amberly Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice, gurus and Gucci. We're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main chakra girl, Amberly Lyons. Bonjour. Welcome back to Chakra Girl Radio. This is Amberly Lyons, your chakra expert, energy and crystal connoisseur, and your trusty spiritual BFF and founder of Chakra Girl Co., a platform giving you all the tips and inspo to be intentional AF, to live your best life by activating your chakras. I'm coming at you live from Paris, France today, guys. What is life? And today's episode literally was a dream come true. We're talking to my OG podcast idol, the person who I've been looking up to ever since I even found podcasts. And she's, you know, a big reason that I started my podcast, and then full circle are the reason that I was picked up by Dear Media. Lauren Everts Bostic is here today on the show, founder of Skinny Confidential and she just does so many amazing, amazing things. So we really went deep on this episode to talk about the energy and the vibrational side of her success and how she's built her empire. And she's giving away so many takeaways. We're talking about raising your vibration and your confidence when you're not feeling motivated. We're talking about just figuring it out when things aren't handed to you. I know one thing that held me back um, from starting my business was this idea that, oh, you know, these people have all these things handed to them. I can't do it but we're talking about how you just figure it out and do it. We're also talking about how to tap into the feminine when you're naturally having more of that masculine energy. And we're talking about manifestation with intention and action because it ain't nothing without those two things, guys. And this episode is brought to you by my Chakra Girl meditation bundle that I created for you guys to tap into your chakra energy with me every single day. Because as you know, when you activate your chakras, you literally just kick your energy into action so you can move forward forward. So you can launch that business or that new project or go from hot mess to mega success and just look damn good doing it. There's a meditation to open up each chakra plus a chakra cleansing meditation, plus a bonus audio on how to meditate. So that's nine audios all together. So that'll, you know, get you through a lot and activate those chakras. And this is for all levels and podcast listeners get $10 off with promo code podcast. So go to chakragirlco.com, click on meditations at the top navigation, and then meditate with me guys. I also have a course if you're looking to go a little bit deeper called Chakras and Crystals 101. It is a major in-depth look at all the chakras. It gives you applied practices and exercises to get unblocked with things like money issues, insecurities, guilt, shame, all the drama that just holds us back from putting us out there and like doing our best things. So if you actually get the course first, it's a double whammy because you get the meditations with it. So go to chakragirlco.com forward slash courses and select chakras and crystals 101. And let's just like activate your chakras guys. I just want you guys to get into flow. Okay. Literally what is life right now? I'm in Paris 
heading to London in a few days. I was in LA for a full week before at a Revolve Around the World event. If you've been following my Insta stories, thank you. And if you're not, get on it. Follow me at Shocker Girl Co. on Instagram. Um, Revolve Around the World was so amazing. They put on such an amazing event for us. They rented out a big mansion. They rented out the entire carnival at the Santa Monica Pier. They had Snoop Dogg come and perform. Okay, he wasn't really singing. He was just DJing and his song choices were a little questionable, but like no one wants to hear Snoop Dogg DJing, teach me how to Dougie. Like, why did you play that? Love you. It's fine. Still appreciate it, but it was kind of funny. We also went to the launch party for the Kaya Gerber and Kara Lagerfeld new accessory line that I'm obsessed with. And I'm going to link you guys to that because their stuff is adorbs. And I also met Jen Atkin, who's my girl crush, and she's just so sweet. And I kind of just like froze and was a bit of a mute, but it was fun. She was, she was still really nice. And I'm obsessed with whey products. Have you guys tried Jen Atkin's hair products? She's like the Kardashians hairstylist and it's just so, so cool. So go check out way hair products. I'm going to link you guys to that as well. You can also shop all the looks that I wore in my week at revolve and also a lot of the stuff I wore in Paris. So I'm going to link you guys. I've got a full recap up on the website. So I'm giving you all the looks and all the details and just giving you an inside peek into the revolve around the world event because it was so cool. And I just feel so grateful that I got to go. So thanks revolve shouting you out as well. So much love. Okay. Chakra tip du jour, airplane rituals. I'm not a nervous flyer, but I'm just kind of a stress case in general. So I bring a bag of goodies with me on the plane to help me feel grounded. So one thing that I like to do is while I'm like going up and like the plane is like ascending, no ascending. Yeah. Going up is ascending. (laughs) I had to check that. Um, meditating while you're going up and it kind of like literally brings you to like a new level. I find that I can meditate really, really well on planes unless there's like a screaming baby, which I just can't with. So, and once you kind of get to the top, I suggest journaling because when you're up on the plane, your mind is actually very, very clear and you, you're literally farther away from like the crazy energy that's happening on earth. So you have like less weird vibrations floating around and you can just focus on yourself and what's coming up for you. I get like the craziest downloads and ideas. So definitely journal when you get to the top. Um, and I like to journal on like what I want to experience in the trip and like how I want to co-create with the universe and like what actions I want to take and just like feeling into like what's coming up for you around the trip or around, you know, whatever's going on for your life. So journal, meditate while you're going up and just bring some goodies. I like to bring my favorite beauty products, eye masks, face masks. I'm loving the summer Fridays, um, jet lag mask obsessed with it. I always bring my Dior lip sugar because it was like, like, it's like my savior. I can't with like dry lips on an airplane. So Dior lip sugar is a must. And they also have this, um, have you guys heard of new face wipes? They're like kind of like bumpy on one side. So it exfoliates. And then on the other side, it's like a hydrating cleanser. I love to wipe my face on the way down. So when the plane's about to land, I like to just like freshen up, give my face a wipe, do the gua sha with my pink gua sha tool that I have, the rose quartz and brush my teeth, obviously use bottled water. And yeah, I just like to feel really fresh on the way down. And then you can kind of like imagine too, like as you're getting closer to earth, kind of like really pulling in and getting connected to the things that you journaled about and said that you wanted. So that's my little ritual that I do. And maybe I'll share more on the blog. Let me know if you'd like that. DM me. Let me know what else you want to know about travel rituals. Okay. Chakra shout out. I'm shouting out woo for play. It is a coconut oil based lube for sex and all things, sexual massage, all the things. So Lauren, who we have on the show today, her husband, um, they were just kind of like talking about how annoying coconut oil is as lube. Cause you have to like stick your fingers in the jar, but it's like the best lube anything coconut based. It's like good for you. Good for the vag. It has like a really good texture 
And so they decided to create a bottled coconut oil lube, which is friggin' brilliant. So as soon as I saw that, I support all Skinny Confidential ventures because, I mean, she just knows. So I bought it like when it first came out, obsessed with it. It is in the cutest little squeeze tube. It's like so brand friendly and you can just take a shelfie of it. It's so pretty. We're talking about it more in this episode too. So I'm going to link you guys to it. My husband loves it. I love it. The Vag Health is on fleek. And if you've got yeast problems or like UTIs, I really suggest trying this. Coconut is a antifungal and an antibacterial. So it can really help you with that. And also it helps you with your sacral chakra and tapping into your feminine power. Cause when you have good sex and it feels good, you literally can manifest more. You can be tapped more tapped into your feminine power, activate your sacral chakra, be more creative, more connected and more fucking powerful guys. So go check out woo for play linking you in the notes. Okay guys. So excited for you to hear this episode with one of my literal idols and I'm sure she's your too. Here we go. Lauren Everts Bostic on Shocker Girl Radio. Welcome back to Shocker Girl Radio. We have an uber special guest today. We are talking with Lauren Everts Bostic, the founder of Skinny Confidential, which is a blog, a book, a YouTube channel, a brand, and of course, the Skinny Confidential, him and her podcast that Lauren co-hosts with her husband, Michael. Lauren is honestly one of the top influencers on the scene with her unapologetic, sassy, and raw content that is just jam-packed with value in all areas, from fitness to relationships to sex to food to fashion to boobs. She's literally talking about all the stuff that we only talk about with our best friends, and it's refreshing AF. Guys, so happy to have you here. Welcome, Lauren. Thank you for having me. And we're in Dear Media. Yay! Which is now your studio, too. Exactly. <laughs> and Lauren was really spearheading the Shocker Girl radio campaign <laughs> for me to join Dear Media. I was. Along with Ingrid Delamar Kenny, who I had on the show. Such a great episode. And they connected me with Dear Media. And this is like such a full circle moment because Skinny Confidential was one of the first podcasts that I listened to. Yay, that makes me so yeah, happy. And, and Ingrid's such a gem. I heard her on your podcast yes. and you, you guys had the best synergy. And yes. I was like, we have to talk to this girl. I know. I love her so much. I'm like dreaming of going to Monaco and just drinking and eating with her. I, d- I don't mean <laughs> to make you boat. jealous, but we're going next week to okay. hang out with her and I'm so excited. I'm not going to lie because hopefully she's going to make me prosciutto and melon with basil. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. I just like drool over her, all of her stories. Yeah. She has such good recipes. Oh my gosh. And we're going to be in Europe at the same time. So we'll have to talk about that oh, after. Okay. Ooh. Okay. So one of the things that I love about you so much is the realness. So the first thing I want to do is go through some slumber party questions with you slumber party questions I like that (laughs) so first off what is your daily ritual I have so many daily rituals that sound overwhelming when I say them out loud in fact I'm overwhelmed when I say them out loud but once you start doing tiny little things for yourself and you do those self-care rituals they sort of become easy so some examples are um, three things hit my mind when I wake up so um, light movement Oh my God, I have Beauty and the Beast ring. Hold on. <laughs> what a ring. Mimi. <laughs> I don't check my phone in the morning. That okay. was my phone. That is so annoying. How I, do you do that? I, I do not look at I literally have the bedtime app on my okay. phone that, that wakes me up with this beautiful sound. Mm-hmm. I got rid of the alarm. It was giving me the worst cortisol in the morning. Yeah. So the bedtime app on your iPhone wakes you up really nicely. And the second I open my eyes, I have a hydro flask that's full of water. I love the hydro flask because it's freezing. And so the water stays cold. Mm. So I have like freezing cold lemon water right by my bed, which so is good. awesome. Drink that, meditate, headspace for 10 minutes. That's the the thing I'm looking at in my phone, I guess, is headspace. Mm-hmm. Um 
And I do not allow myself to do anything other than headspace and water. I like to meditate with the shades open to get the light. And then I like to move. Mm -hmm. So um, Aubrey Marcus has this thing. It's light movement hydration. Those are the three things I do. Those are my priorities when I wake up. Mm -hmm. The reason I'm so intense about it is because there's been so many days where I have woken up and checked my phone. And it is just not a foundation to start your day. Yeah. It just sets the whole tone of the day off kilter. So um, those are three things I do right when I wake up. And like I said, I meditate with headspace. Um, and I'm not one of those people that's like, you have to sit there in meditation. I, I do what I want in meditation. And for me, that's just thinking about how I want my day to go, how I'm structuring it. Um, gratitude, um, you know, I've thought of like business ideas. Some of my best business ideas have been when I'm meditating. It's just like sitting with yourself and not having any outside distractions. So definitely meditation. Um, then there's like all these little things I do, like I'll try to add stuff to my water, whether it's mint or ginger or apple cider vinegar, all this stuff is just like accessible in front of me. Um, I like to have a coffee right now. I'm doing intermittent fasting. Mm. Thanks to Ingrid. Yes. And, um, I'll have a coffee with like fiber powder and cinnamon and just make it sort of an experience as opposed to make it something like I have to do. I yeah. try to, you know, I try make to it make enjoyable Add a flair. Look, like you want to like look forward to it when you wake up, you don't want to be like, I have to meditate or I have to drink this water and it wants to be you have to like look forward to it totally I try to do that with everything and it can be something so little like really adding cinnamon to your coffee it's a tiny little thing it balances your blood sugar it's so simple it's easy it becomes a habit once you do it and it makes you feel grounded like anything that's a routine makes you feel like okay I'm doing my shit today and I'm starting my day off taking care of myself totally yeah I think those little rituals throughout the day whether it's walking while you're on a conference call so you're moving your body. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Ryan Holiday came on our podcast and he told us that tip. It's like it's something where normally you'd be sitting at a desk, but why not walk and move uh, around? I I'm always wearing a hat. I guess that's a ritual because <laughs> I'm, I want to protect my skin from the sun. Um, you know, just a lot of little things like that throughout the day that make all the difference in the long run. So good. I love that. So next slumber party question. And you actually brought me this lovely gift, the Woo for Play, which my husband and I are obsessed with. Yay. I'm so, so glad. Lauren and her husband have a coconut lube company, which is so amazing. We'll link you guys to it. I want to know what is your favorite way to use your Woo? Oh my God. Well, I like to, well, first of all, Woo, just to like give backstory and context on it is Michael and I were using coconut oil for mm-hmm. sex forever. Yeah. And I, and because I didn't want to put nasty, thick, no. disgusting lube in my Which mouth. Which is just like prone to infection. It's, it's just gross. <laughs> Not good for you. So we were using coconut oil and it was really helping with my UTIs because I was mm-hmm. getting them like once a month. Yeah. So our friend Weston, who's like this beautiful, tall, handsome guy, little shy, came to us and he's like, Lauren, this is the best sex I've ever had. I've told all our friends um, and all my guy friends were coming to me. And I was like, I know. Weston came to us and was like, we we have to we have to bottle this and let's add a little stevia for taste and some beeswax to sort of grip and out came woo. Yes. Um, and so what are my favorite ways to use it? Well, I think that what's so great about it is you can start with a massage. So mm. you can, you can, you, and you don't feel, the thing is, is like, if you're going to have a massage before sex, you don't want the massage oil to come into the sex. Yeah. But with woo, it doesn't matter because you can eat it like it's it, all suck the it, same. F it, you yeah, know? F it. Um, I don't know if you can curse on you. Oh yeah, 100%. Oh, fuck it. Okay. Um, so it, it's just, it, it's great to, um, it's seamless. Yeah. Like you can use it for a massage. You can use it on your boobs. You can use it on your, uh, you know, Ooh, vagina. Huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's like everything. It's like a full seamless situation. So I would say to start with the massage, um, but definitely like it, it can go anywhere really. Mm-hmm. So uh, love it. Yeah. I go like get your it. woo guys. Go get your woo. You'll like it. <laughs> it's also chic and like understated. It's not anything gross. You no, put, it's super on your sexy. vanity. Yeah. 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 Love it. It's like you can take a shelfie of it. Totally. You want it Sounds on your Instagram shame. feed. Yeah, exactly. What is a guilty pleasure that you do that makes you question everything? 
Oh, I have so many guilty pleasures. <laughs> um, guilty pleasure. I love when I start eating chips and salsa. Like, look out! Mm. I don't. I, I don't stop. So it's 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 like despicable. I stuff my face. Um, definitely wine. I love wine. Yeah. It's so hard to stop with the wine. Oh, I'm trying wine. to do keto right now, and the wine is the only thing that is like super difficult. The wine is difficult. Super difficult. Yes, I love wine. Um, I love taking a random Sunday and. And like, I'll do this once a month and turn my phone off and just sit in bed and be the, like the biggest slob you've ever seen. It's, <laughs> it's, it's pretty, uh, it's a sight. It's like, I just let everything go. I'm such a control freak and everything in my life is so, um, organized. It, even though I was late to this interview, <laughs> I was 15 minutes late. Traffic was bananas. I'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to blame it on Ingrid because we did the math. Oh, this right. Way. That's what it is. <laughs> um, but everything is so organized and everything is so business oriented that like sometimes I just need a day to just lay there and mm. just watch Real Housewives and read and just turn my phone off. I let it die and I lay there. So I don't know if that's a guilty pleasure. Yeah. Sunday sloth day. Yes. Love it. I need it at least once a month. Yes. Okay. Going to start incorporating that as well. So let's talk about your journey and how you started. I love how something that you live by, which I totally relate to, is I just figured it out. And I want to know how you went from being a bartender in college to just figuring out on your own, like how to build this amazing brand and business. Yeah. So when I was little, th that was the theme of my childhood. It's mm -hmm. figure it out. You mm -hmm. want something, figure it out. We lived in a very, very um, wealthy area, but, but my family was um, not like the very, very wealthy yeah. people, if that makes sense. Totally. So I was like surrounded by, you know, like think Laguna Beach, but I wasn't living that lifestyle. Yeah. So I sort of had to, if I wanted something like everyone else had or was given, I had to figure it out. Um, and I, like, I look back at my parents and at the time I was annoyed and now I'm like, Oh my God. I, it's, it's yeah. like, I'm so glad I grew up that way because whenever I wanted something, I figured it out. Yeah. And so I think that that has really helped with my career now. So I started out, um, I, I left high school, went to college. I was cocktailing, uh, bartending, teaching pure bar Pilates and going to school full-time at San Diego state and, um, bartending until 12 at night. So I, I just felt, um, I, I felt like something was missing. And I think what, looking back, what that was, is it was that entrepreneurial um, piece. Mm -hmm. it, it, I was feeling like just sort of like boxed in. Yeah. I, I, I think that I was doing everything I was supposed to be doing by society standards. I was going to school. I was, I was, you know, do, you know, working, clocking out, doing what you're supposed to do. And I just, I hated it. And so instead of letting that sort of victimize me, I chose to let it fuel me and I figured it out. And so how I did that was I started to, I joined a sorority for five seconds and I saw this community of women and they were all sharing tips and tricks. And then they told me it was $800 to join for mm -hmm. a semester. And here I am like, you know, no money in my bank account and I couldn't afford $800 for a semester to have friends. And so I thought, how can I channel this vibe, do it in a way that doesn't have that sort of, because you know, sororities sometimes have that negative yeah. connotation. Kind like, of itchy. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. how can I do that without that? Like, I don't have time for that. Yeah. You don't want to be in this like clique that is all about themselves and puts everyone else down. Yeah. You want to uplift other uplift people. people. Yeah. And, and even more than that, like, where is a space that you can share like what lipstick you're wearing mm -hmm. or like and, and not even what lipstick you're wearing like what color number is it and where did you get it and how did you apply it and should I wear it during the night or day like I wanted so specific like being the best friend for everyone yes and and you look at someone like you interviewed Ingrid and she's so beautiful and you want to know all her secrets and it's like how could I find those stars and women and how could I like squeeze all their juice out of them for them to share with other people because mm -hmm. Sometimes I felt like in high school and college, I'm sure you felt like this, where you would ask someone where they got something or it, it, it was like they didn't want to tell yeah. you. I feel like it's still like that in business sometimes. I, I'm i like, I want to 
like give it all up. I am like open kimono. Like I want oh, everyone to be. Successful. I am spread eagle. I'm spread, I am spread eagle. <laughs> Everything's open. Everything's falling out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, it's just like I think that the skinny confidential is that uh, I call it like a cheeky resource where you can find you know beauty wellness business. It's 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 everyone's tips and tricks compiled together. So yeah, going back to college, I I saw that there was a space for that, and I wanted to do it on a bigger level as opposed to just San Diego State. So um, at the time, blogging was was not a, th- a thing. It was not cool. People didn't understand it. But I wanted to do a blog because I wanted to connect with women everywhere. Uh, and so I launched the blog and I had a lot of people be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I think that when people are saying that to you, you're on to something. Yeah. So how did you deal with that? I get so many people asking me questions about, you know, friends aren't you know, supporting them or even like spouses aren't supporting them. How did you kind of just say, fucking I'm doing it anyways. And I know that this is the right path for me. You really, really have to not listen. Yeah. And I know it's hard, but if you are focused on what everyone else wants from you, it's taking energy away from you creating. Yeah. So what I did and looking back, I mean, I I think that it's cute looking back. I look back Mm -hmm. at myself and and I just really didn't listen to what anyone said. And I I don't know if that's the rebel in me. I don't know. I've I've always been an oversharer. I'm very much comfortable with who I am. I have a a mask energy and I think I just didn't give a shit Mm -hmm. and it's gotten even worse as I've gotten older you know and I think that if you're out there and you're listening and you're 20 and you're listening to what your mom wants for you stop yeah and and that maybe sounds harsh but you can't live your life by what someone else wants for you. You have to beat to the tune of your own drum. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it's something that can't be learned. So yes, from when I was very little, I've always done what I wanted to do, which is why I was a horrible fucking employee, like <laughs> the worst you've ever seen. Um, and I, I just think you just really have to put your blinders on and just focus on your own shit, stay in your own lane. Yeah. I love that. And I think that kind of caring but not caring is a part of what helps people become super successful like if you're kind of looking at these like goals as these big like scary hairy things um and like letting you know the stresses get in the way or letting the judgment get in the way then you're not you know able to move forward with as much capacity you kind of have to wait for that moment where it it's almost like a take it or leave it kind of thing. Like, I know I want this, but I'm not going to make it this like huge thing. I'm just going to like keep going. Totally. Yeah. So, Rachel Hollis said on our podcast that success is choosing. It's it's like you don't want to do it in the moment, yeah. but you know it's better in the long run. Yes. So you, you make a choice. Like, yeah. do you want to be comfortable in the moment or do you want to be uncomfortable in the moment and know that it's going to like pay off in the long run? Exactly. It is making that choice every yeah. single day, all day. Yeah. So all of these kind of more like spiritual or like mindset tricks that you've used and these mantras that you've lived by, how do you feel that that has quantified your success versus the actual action that you've been taking? I mean, mindset is so important. I I really do think of myself as um, an athlete in business. Mm -hmm. So everything that I'm doing for myself is setting myself up to to be the best I think first I think self-care is incredibly important Mm -hmm. we talked a little bit about that earlier but it's so important to set the tone of the day um I think you know eating right working out I have to work out it's not even about my body as it's like it's an hour to myself to think about uh my mindset to Mm -hmm. just get it right Mm -hmm. um you know I think I did when I first started out I did an execution board and I call it an execution board, not a vision board for a very specific reason. I feel like a vision board is other people's ideas. Mm. So it's other people's quotes or you're pulling from a magazine or maybe you're cutting out, you know, Angelina Jolie, like Mm. you're pulling other people's inspiration for me. Instead of pulling other people, I showed what I was going to do on the board. And it's called creating a compelling future by design. You actually lay out what you want your future or or your idea to look like. So actually in front of me for about a year was my blog that I designed. Just because you're not a graphic designer doesn't mean that you can't sit down and draw it out. Um, this 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 thing that I brought you here, mm-hmm. like if I wanted to draw this out how I see it in my head and 
and then execute on it. Mm -hmm. So having that execution board in front of you, I think is so important. That could be words, textures, colors, fabrics, whatever it is, but actually show what you want to create in front of you on the board, if that Mm. makes sense. Yeah, like starting from scratch, not someone else's idea. I love that. Yes. So with all of that, how do you find that you sit back and allow things to happen? Because you mentioned like you have more of like a masculine energy and like try to like control things sometimes. Like where do you feel that you sit back and actually like allow things to to come in and to manifest? I am so, so patient Mm -hmm. and it drives my husband nuts because he's the opposite. And one is not better than the other. No. But I am so patient like I see exactly where I'm going with the skinny confidential. I know the steps that I need to take to get there. I know that it's not about setting goals, but implementing systems every day. And I know that none of these things are going to happen overnight. I've been a blogger for eight years and I've worked on this every single day, seven days a week. So I'm, I've never had that epiphany where I woke up and I was like, Oh my God, this is, this is so, it's never been like that. It's a slow chip away build working every single day, slowly, but surely rinse and repeat. Um, and so in knowing the vision that I have for the skinny confidential, I realize that it's so important to be patient. Mm -hmm. If I wasn't patient, like it's not, you know, the ideas that I have, I feel like I haven't even like nicked the surface of what I want to do. So do you kind of, do you kind of feel like sometimes I know I feel like this, which is why I'm asking that you're kind of like always grasping and it's like, you have these goals or these things that you want to execute and then you get there and it's like, okay, this is great. And I'm grateful for it for like a hot second. Then it's like, okay, next. That's called achievement syndrome. Okay. Yeah. There's Tony Robbins. Guilty of that. It's, it's like, it's, it's becomes you, it's never enough. And then when you achieve what you want and I have that, I completely have that. It's like. I I do all these things and like, it's never enough. Now that can be a good thing. Yeah. Cause it fuels you. I totally see it as a good thing, but then also sometimes it's like, okay, I just need to chill the fuck out. Yeah. And and Tony Robbins would tell you that, um, you and me too. Yeah. Not just you. Yeah. Me too. Um, (laughs) that, that we need to also think, uh, you know, in contribution. So how, Mm -hmm. how, like when you're thinking, I think in contribution with achievement, I think that's a good mixture. Um, so, you know, things I try to like mentor people, yeah. the girls that want to be bloggers doing something that's outside myself and outside my vision really helps. Um, but I totally relate to you when it comes to yeah. the achievement syndrome. It's, it's yeah. like never enough. And you, you, you had imagined all these things for yourself and they start happening and you're like, okay, what's next? Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, well, I guess this wasn't as important as I thought, but it's still amazing. I don't know. It's like this balance between gratitude and ambition, I guess. I still try to master it. Visceral level feel you. Yes. So I feel like there's also this kind of weird stigma right now, especially in the more like kind of like spiritual world where people think that they shouldn't have to work hard and just feel like they can just be in the feminine and like meditate their way to success and are kind of like afraid to work hard how do you what are your thoughts on that I have I'm like don't agree with that at all me neither it's it's like (laughs) I mean just being honest I I think that I think that success in any kind of success Mm -hmm. is a medley of things it's it's execution it's passion it's hard work it's discipline it's choosing to not be a victim Mm -hmm. and 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 using any adversity to fuel you um, it's so many different things that I don't think, I mean, I would like to say that, yes, you can just meditate your way into any kind of success, but I think every single thing that has ever happened to me, and I put that in quotes, that 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 has, has been a success has definitely been something that's been an intention. Mm-hmm. It's not something that just happened. Right. Um, and I think that, you know, it's, it's, it, you can't just meditate. I, I wish, I wish. wish. Yeah, no, me too. <laughs> um, but the way that I kind of see it too, is you kind of have to learn how to thrive in the chaos. It's like, they're trying, some people are just trying to, like, if they hit a roadblock, they're like, oh, it's not meant to be, or, you know, this is a sign I'm supposed to like slow down. And yeah, I believe there's like a part of you that needs to be intuitively connected to it, but it's not going to be easy. And I think you just need to, I think meditation is a great tool to keep you sane while you're going through it. But chaos is a sign of movement and that things are like going forward. 
Totally. And I, I'm obsessed with a roadblock. How yeah. I think a roadblock is so interesting. I, like I said, my childhood was figure it out. Mm-hmm. Someone presents me a problem and I want to find a hundred million angles of how to get around it. I mean, if I don't look at anything that's ever happened to me and I've had many failures as a failure. I look mm-hmm. at it as a way to get creative and find an angle through it. Yeah. Yeah, being curious about the roadblocks rather than going into victim mode right away. Yeah, no victim mode. No victims. So on that feminine masculine tip, when you're like in the feminine side, especially as a creative, do you ever get like low confidence or have days where you're like, this is shit? And how do you get over it? Absolutely. I mean, 80 percent, 80% of the time I'm uninspired. Yeah. Uh, like uh, there's 20% of my life where I'm almost like manic, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. It's a little bit manic. Yeah. I'll go into like this just creative mode where I'm, I'm, I'm on. And if anyone interrupts that flow, like watch out, <laughs> it, it, which is obnoxious, but that's, I'm just being honest. Um, 80% of the time I feel uninspired. I feel tired. I feel insecure. What, like whatever it is I, and what I do is I give myself a day at most. I do not wallow longer than a day because I think for me, when I do wallow longer than a day, it becomes a habit Mm. and I don't want that to be habit. So what I, the other day, I'll give you a perfect example. Um, Monday I woke up and I was feeling horrible, like depressed anxiety. Um, just didn't want to do anything. I had nothing to post. I didn't want to write about anything. And I gave myself a couple hours. I slept in until 10. So I think that's that's very late for me yeah. to sleep in. But I felt like I needed sleep. So I slept in. And then I woke up and immediately I did my light movement hydration meditation. Um, and I still, through all this, I was feeling awful. And then I sort of kicked my own ass. I was like, okay, I'm going to go walk on the treadmill for an hour and return emails. And so I just did that one task. And even doing that made me feel a little bit better it's like it raises your thermometer a yeah. little bit and then then I met up with a friend to work at a coffee store and that made me feel a little more productive so I felt a little more a, a little bit more better mm-hmm. and then I had a green smoothie I felt a little better and then I worked out with my train I felt a little like I just did all these things that were very much based around self-care and yeah. productivity and I think you just it's almost like you have um, a thermometer and you have to you have to really balance it out you just mm-hmm. do things to make you feel better and better when you wallow in it for too long, I think the thermometer goes down. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just really try to choose where I'm allocating my energy towards. And if I have low energy, then it needs to be towards things that are higher vibration. Yeah. And I like to even have a menu of like, here's a five minute thing to raise my vibration. Here's like, here's a bunch of 10 minute things. Here's an hour thing and be able to just kind of like pick from the page. I love that you have a menu and you need to like post that on yeah, your Instagram. I'm going to post the menu. And do like a template for people yes. to put their menu. Yeah. Because like, you have to. Yeah. Because I feel like everyone has those like meltdown moments and you need to just snap out of it. Like I don't, I, I always say like, I don't believe in having a bad day. I believe in having a bad hour. Like totally. You need to figure it out. Totally. Yeah. And you know what? Sometimes I think of myself, like I said, as like a cell phone. It's, it's when I get to 1%, I got to recharge and that's, that is my fault for even getting there. Mm -hmm. I try to do preventative things. So I'm never at 1%. Uh, I'm always trying to prevent anxiety from happening Mm -hmm. in the first place. And that involves a lot of self-care. But if I am at 1%, it's my job to take accountability and recognize that and fix it. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I love the realness. And you talk about like so many you know, deep things that everyone can really connect with. And I know you recently talked about some family things that you were not talking about and you kind of came out with that, which was, you know, I really commend you for that. I'm kind of wondering what is your rule of thumb when it comes to bridging the gap between authenticity and just keeping some things for yourself and your loved ones? Authenticity is such an interesting word. It's thrown around every second in in the influencer world. Mm -hmm. I I don't think it's something that you come out and say, I'm authentic. It's like you are authentic or you're not. It's kind of like, I feel like it's very similar to being spiritual. It's like, totally. you don't need to like go tell everyone you're spiritual. Yeah. It's there's, there's gray area. Like you don't have to be either you are or you're not. Yes. Yeah. When someone, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't sit here and say, I'm so authentic. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that feels inauthentic. Mm-hmm. 
for for my blog, when I first started, I had the intention of creating a brand. And in knowing that, I knew it was going to take a very long time to establish the brand. So instead of just giving it all up on the first date and having sex with the audience, Mm -hmm. like the first second, I decided to court them. And when you court someone and I did this with Michael for years before we got married, it's like you don't give everything up at once. You let the characters roll out where it makes sense and you let your tips and your tricks and and your advice roll out slow. I have tips and tricks that I thought of eight years ago that I still haven't shared Mm -hmm. that are still on my list to share. I think that that you don't want to hit the audience so hard with all this information. It's a slow build. So the characters in my life came very slow and I'm the type of friend, like I don't just jump in. It takes me like if I'm going to get real with, I'll be real with you and I'm an oversharer, but I'm not going to share every single thing that's ever happened to me within five minutes of meeting you. Yeah, and I know got, you guys I've got the wall up too. <laughs> yeah. It's like, just, there's yeah. boundaries. Like, there's boundaries, listen, I'm totally. an overshare and I'm, and what you see is what you get. And I'm very comfortable with talking about a lot of things and I curse and I'll talk about boobs and vagina, like mm-hmm. all that. But like when it comes to sort of getting to know all the people in my life, it's a, it's a slow thing, mm-hmm. you know? And it was like that with my husband, even like it's you, we all know that person that you meet and with in five, minutes they've told you their whole life story everything about them what it's like too much to me so with my audience I was very meticulous with how I rolled the characters out so my my husband wasn't was my boyfriend at the time and he wasn't introduced for like a year and a half Mm -hmm. I maybe mentioned him a couple times here and there but there wasn't like there wasn't a lot of getting to know him my grandma became a huge character on my blog but it was slow um, you know, I talked about my sister's drug addiction and, and that was something that I talked about, you know, I think seven years down the line mm-hmm. and I was going through that the whole time I was blogging. So I think with, if you're a blogger, I think doing that slow build and letting the audience get to know you before you sort of give it all up is interesting because I think I'm closer to my audience that way, mm-hmm. which is, you'd think that it would be the opposite, just sharing everything at once, but it's actually been this thing where we've been able to get to know each other as friends Mm -hmm. and um it's been a slow getting to know you yeah it's almost like they can appreciate that you've opened up a little bit more because they already have that level of intimacy with you totally and intimacy i think it there is a lot of depth there it's Mm -hmm. not just it's not a surface level thing no oh my gosh i love that so on the realness tip what is your just like best advice that you can give for people to be confident in who they are and kind of like step into a bigger role of their own realness. Everyone is, is looking for a formula and a handbook. It's it's so many girls will email me and say, I'm starting a blog. Where do I start? You just start. Mm -hmm. It's you, you wake up in the morning or you start that you start now with the intention to launch fast, adjust, um, there's, there's no formula or handbook. It's, it's a lot of people that I know went to business school. And for me, it's like business school has been the last eight years. Yeah. It's, I've been experiencing business. Yeah. Um, there's no, it's like, it's like if you were to come to me and say, how, how do I date someone? Mm-hmm. You, you figure it out. You date, you go date. <laughs> yeah. You, like it's, it's starting a blog, gaining confidence, feeling happy. How, how do you do that? You go do it. You go do. And even if it's not like the best at the beginning, like it's going to evolve into something else as long as you keep like being fluid and you're going to continue to like gain traction and confidence as you go. Yes. And I'll tell you what not to do is sit there and wonder. Yeah. And, and think <laughs> yeah. and wonder and think and wonder and think. <laughs> You have to get out there and get your hands dirty yeah. and it's uncomfortable and people are going to not understand what you're doing and it's, you're not going to be for everyone and you just have to sort of accept that you, you have the power to choose whether you want to be a confident person or not. I think you can wake up tomorrow and say, today I'm going to be confident. That movie with Amy Schumer, um, so I feel good. pretty. It's, she, it, yeah. it's an air about when you mm-hmm. walk into a room, have confidence. It's, it's about it's how you feel really that easy. Yeah. I love that. Okay, so let's move into a segment called Manic Moments and Manifesting, where we talk about our last meltdown and the last thing that we manifested. I love this, and I'm just going (laughs) to snap you as you're talking, so just keep going. Okay, so 
I'll talk about my manic moment first. Okay. And then, and then we'll go to yours. So okay. kind of on what we were talking about earlier, um, about like not getting like super freaked out by your goals. I was invited to a Revolve event, which has been something that I've wanted to do for the longest time. And I was just kind of blah and in this like really funky mood on the way going there. And I was like kind of hungover. And I was just like, why am I sabotaging this? And I was kind of going over in my head, like convincing myself that I was like sabotaging myself or that I didn't think I deserved to be there. And like just really, really giving myself a hard time. And then I kind of snapped myself out of it and I was like no I'm actually just not being desperate and realizing that this isn't as big as a deal as I thought it was and realizing that I deserve to be there and I don't need to like think it's a big scary thing so yeah I was just really like second guessing myself and having to like bring it back and how did it go when you actually went and did it so good I was just and I was like at the event and I was just like I mean this is great but it's like okay I'm hot and it's like there's so many people and like you're hot you feel hot and you look hot or you're hot like the weather's hot. oh I meant weather's hot but yeah I did feel fucking hot too Good. you should feel hot and all my revolve clothes um thank you revolve um but yeah no it was just like this is amazing and I love it but I like why did I pedestal this you know what, you know what I mean? sometimes we self-sabotage yeah it happens all the time totally it, it, it's sometimes also like you said with the achievement syndrome it's like you always feel like you can be doing better and nothing is enough and I think that's the culture we live in with social media now it's it's never enough you posted one Instagram a day I need to do two you yeah. posted two I need to do like exactly. it, it, it never ever ever is enough I'm actually writing a post on this called the pressure of social media and it's 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 you're sitting at the pool drinking chilled rosé you know eating melon and prosciutto with your best friends and you're thinking in the back of your head should I be documenting this yeah when does it become too much yeah when when do you create the boundary and the space for yourself to detach yeah when can you just go and enjoy the event and not worry about having it completely plastered and like what it means to everyone else yes and I think that those are boundaries that you have to decide for yourself I've decided a lot of those in meditation yeah to be able to sit with my thoughts yeah sometimes we use our phone as an escape mechanism oh 100% and sitting with yourself 10 minutes a day sounds oh that's like nothing it's sitting with yourself for 10 minutes is powerful oh totally I have like the craziest revelations when I meditate and everything just becomes so clear and it's like why didn't I think of that before totally okay what was your last manic moment my last manic moment I'm gonna video you too (laughs) my last manic moment Uh, let me think about this I want to give you a good one I feel like I'm constantly manic (laughs) My manic moments come when I bite off more than I can chew. So when I overcommit myself on my time or with family or friends, I notice that I become extremely manic. And that's when I have to sit back and stop. And you would think that you want to keep going when something's like that, but I've listened to so many successful people and they all say the same thing. When things become so chaotic and so manic and you become so overwhelmed because you've got so much going on, you need to sit back and stop. And what has really helped me with sitting back and stopping is this thing called the morning pages. And what you do is you wake up and you do a projectile of your thoughts on paper, only three pages, and you don't judge yourself. It's just like a space for you to write whatever you want. You could write about anything. It doesn't have to be about business or work or even family or friends. It just can be just like writing on paper. And that's really helped me when I feel extremely chaotic. An an example would be, um, taking on too much content Mm -hmm. at once and have, and having to produce too much content. I think that, and I'm sure you can relate to this as a creative. I feel at my core that I am a a creator. Mm -hmm. So when it becomes about other things than just creating, I get very anxious, but the vision that I have for the skinny confidential isn't just get it. You don't just get to be creative. Yeah. It's it's I'm trying to build an empire and you, you have to transition into other things like do looking at the finances yeah. and processes. Yeah, and, yeah. and it sucks, but it's, it's like, it's you, again, you have to choose. Do you want to do these little things that maybe you don't like 
right now to get to that bigger picture. Um, so I feel like I have manic moments every single day, to be honest with you. I mean, nothing just ever flows. It's always something. But again, you just have to get into that figure it out mentality where, where you, you do things like the morning pages, meditation, um, walking, moving, uh, talking with a friend or family and getting outside yourself. Mm, love that. Okay, the last thing we manifested. So mine's kind of lackluster, but I thought it was super cool. But I ordered this Becca bronzer before I went to... Love it. Yes, and it didn't arrive. So I was like all pissed off. And I was like... But I was like, okay, maybe this was meant to be in in some way. And then yesterday at the Revolve event, they gave me one. And it's a color that I liked way better than mine. So manifested the Becca bronzer. Thank you. I love that you manifested the Becca bronzer. I need to try that. Um, I feel like manifestation is so important. I manifest things all the time when Mm -hmm. I, when I want to do something, um, whether it's launch something or create something or cultivate something, I manifest it with the skinny confidential. It was completely manifested, but again, you have to, you have to manifest with the right recipe. I think it's like baking a cake. Manifestation is definitely like the sugar, but there's also the flour and there's the salt and the baking powder and maybe things are different sizes but Mm -hmm. they're all important when Mm -hmm. it comes to executing something something that I feel like that I've manifested recently um, Michael and I definitely manifested Dear Media Mm -hmm. it was something that we we were creating our podcast it's 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 doing well and um, we're building it and it's going great and then we had this moment where it's like wait we want to we want to build up other people too um, you know, I think someone who has done an incredible job of building up other people is Oprah. Mm. She, she was this powerhouse that could have been all on her own on the top of the mountain, but instead she decided to bring up Dr. Oz, Dr. Phil, all these people that she's brought up the hill with her. Uh, I think in social media, sometimes y- you feel like there can only be one person on the top of the hill. I-, I would like disagree with that so much. I think that there's ways to bring other people up and, I don't think there's any other way I would want to run a business than bringing other people up. I mean, to me, it's just so much more interesting and so much more powerful. Yeah, there's room for everyone. And it's like you kind of bring your squad with you. Totally. And, you know, people are like this industry so saturated. Should I not get in? The word saturated is another word like authenticity for me. It's Mm -hmm. it's it's like cringe. Mm -hmm. The space is not too saturated. There's absolutely room for so many different people and so many different personalities and so many different perspectives. The saturation thing is, I think, something that people just tell themselves because they're giving themselves an excuse. Totally. Like you could line up a hundred bloggers and a hundred readers and each of those readers would pick a different favorite blogger. Like totally everyone has their own flavor that they're looking for. Absolutely. And, and we're dealing with the world here. You're not, you're not having two restaurants next door to each other that are competing. It's like, it's, it's like opening a restaurant and saying, Oh, the restaurant industry is too saturated. Yeah. Well, no, it's not. We all got to eat. We all got to eat. And we all got to listen to podcasts. And we all got to consume content. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh my God. Gosh, this has been so, so amazing. I mean, I'm sure everyone already follows you, but can you tell us where we can find you? At The Skinny Confidential, The Skinny Confidential, him and her podcast, and my blog, it's theskinnyconfidential.com. <laughs> amazing. Thank you so, so much. This has been so good. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. And shout out to Ingrid for connecting yes, us. Yes, serious shout out to Ingrid. Yeah. Thank you, Ingrid, so, My so abs much. are sore and I was late because of you. <laughs> And I'm here because of you. So (laughs) sending your sending love your way. Yeah, we're sending you lots of rose quartz crystals. Yes, yes. Thank you for having me. Okay, bye. Thank you so much for being a chill chakra girl and tuning in to Chakra Girl Radio. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. You can find more info on chakras and on Amber Lee at thechakragirlco.com. And follow all the glam and grounded goodness on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the Chakra Girl Co. Amberly loves engaging with her listeners, so DM her anytime.